Welcome to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. Stay tuned for an analysis and conversation about the issues that matter most to you and your family. Here now with this week's edition of News in Focus is Chris Long. And welcome to this edition of News in Focus. We're glad that you've joined us. We're going to be talking about Issue 1 and give you an important update tonight on Issue 1. As early voting has already begun, of course, many of you we know are waiting till the August 8th Election Day. Uh, I'll be voting on Election Day. My wife will be. We're kind of traditionalists that way, and I think a lot of our conservative friends vote on Election Day. But if you're going to be out of town, if you're going to be on vacation, or if you have a surgery scheduled or something that would prevent you from voting on Election Day, that's what early voting can be helpful to you. You can vote in person at the Board of Election or apply for an application for absentee ballot and vote by mail. And again, it's just vote yes on Issue 1. The Ohio Christian Alliance is urging a yes vote on Issue 1. We know there's a little confusion out there because obviously the opponents of what we're trying to do are spreading confusion on the issue, but we're straightening people out and we did a lot of that on Sunday at Grace Baptist Church in Brunswick. I uh, just came back from Canton Baptist Temple, a large Baptist church in uh, Canton as well. And, of course, they're getting the word out. Churches are across the state as we've reached out to 2,800 churches with mailings on Issue 1, and a lot of churches are responding and asking us for the printed version of the bulletin insert. And if you'd like that, you can apply for it on our website at Ohio Christian Alliance. Just search that, Ohio Christian Alliance. Right at the top, it says in the blue banner, Request Voter Guide Bulletin Inserts for Your Church. And there's still time for us to get those out to you. We send them priority mail. They're free of charge. We want to be a service to you and your congregation. Well, without any further ado, I want to get to our guest tonight because he's been speaking to groups all across Ohio. That's Mike Gonadakis, president of Ohio Right to Life. And they are urging a yes vote on Issue 1. And Mike is getting out there and spreading the word far and wide. Mike, welcome to the program. Thank you, Chris, so much for having me. It's an honor to be on your program. Well, thank you. You're really uh, uh, tearing it up all over the state. I see out there in Van Wert, Ohio, which is on the Indiana border, and I see you over there in uh, Warren, Ohio, and uh, in Columbus and Cincinnati and all over the place, sharing the word about uh, Issue 1 with people and, in court, uh, in and of course, stressing the importance that we get out and vote yes. Absolutely, Chris. And I'll tell you, the response has been overwhelming. You know, our all of the events we've had, whether they be at our churches and uh, throughout Ohio or at town halls, wherever it is, whatever the venue may be, uh, the positive yes vote on one is loud and clear. You know, we, as you know, have been wiped out of yard signs literature. We've ordered and reordered uh multiple additional sets and they're going out the door. But, you know, at the end of the day, you said it best in your intro. It's all about showing up at the polls and voting. Some like me and you are traditionalists and will show up on election day. But if that doesn't work for you and your plan, you know, get that, get out to the polls early because the other side will, and it's going to be a low voter turnout. So as long as our people show up, Chris, we know the good men and women of Ohio, people of faith, when they show up and vote, good things happen. And we need them either right now or on August 8th. Well, that's right. And I want to address a little bit of the confusion that's out there. As I talked to people on Sunday, uh, our pastor got up and he basically very well spelled it out why we need to vote yes on issue one to protect Ohio's Constitution. And uh, it simply just raises the bar to a 60% threshold to pass a constitutional amendment for the state of Ohio. This is not a novice idea. We've been actually been debating this over two decades. And the time has come to really protect our Constitution because we can see radical elements coming from outside the state of Ohio with radical policies that Ohioans wouldn't recognize if those laws passed in our state. We're talking about abortion to the ninth month of pregnancy without any restrictions, without any notification for parents. Uh, This would happen if we don't safeguard our Constitution before the November election. Now, Mike, you and I are both going to hear, as well as the listeners, whether the group that's got this radical abortion amendment will have enough signatures, that should be determined by tomorrow or Friday by the Secretary of State's office, whether they secured enough signatures to be certified for the ballot in November. Any word on that, Mike? Uh, no, Chris, you know, we're, they're keeping tight lipped as they probably should. You know, let's, let's get the 
no rumors and innuendo. Let's get the official word from our pro-life secretary of state, Frank LaRose. You know, he's going to do his job. That's all we can ask elected officials to do. And, uh, you know, uh, there's there's so many voices out there saying that they're going to qualify. They're not going to qualify. I'm just going to leave it in the Lord's hands. And if they do have the signatures, we will fight and beat them um, in November. But we can absolutely beat them, Chris, as you know, with a yes vote on issue one on August 8th. And that's why I'm traveling the state so much. And that's why people of faith need to vote yes on August 8th. Um, I can tell you a hundred reasons to vote yes and no reasons to vote no. Well, that's right. And uh, so let's let's take a look at that. If this radical abortion amendment is approved for the ballot in November, it would wipe out all of Ohio's pro-life laws. We're talking about the good work the Ohio Right to Life, the Ohio Christian Alliance uh, worked and a lot of pro-life groups have worked on over the years, starting with the ban on partial birth abortion. I think that was like 27 years ago that that was passed in the state of Ohio, one of the first bans on partial birth abortion. When people understood what that was, they're like, oh my goodness, what's happening? And uh, we put a ban on that in Ohio. That's been upheld by the court. Then we had parental notification that parents ought to be notified, the novice idea that parents ought to be involved in their children, minor children's life on a medical procedure of abortion. That was passed in the state of Ohio. Uh, Then the 20-week abortion ban, and then the heartbeat law in recent years. All those laws would be wiped off the books if the group in November is successful. And as the law is currently, it's a simple majority. If they get 51%, then that would become the law. Not only just the law, it would become part of Ohio's constitution and not easy to overturn. So folks, all the, you know, all the gamble is on for uh, November, and it all starts on August 8th with Issue 1, raising the threshold to protect Ohio's Constitution and to protect our pro-life laws that we've worked on for over 30 years. Mike, your thoughts? Chris, you and I have stood shoulder to shoulder for the past 16 years. Now, you've been in the movement longer than I have, but for the least last 16 years I've been involved, every law we've passed, every common sense ability to save lives, to hold Planned Parenthood accountable at these clinics. We've closed so many clinics because they violate health and safety standards. They've had rusty and moldy scalpels and equipment, according to state investigators and lawyers that have went in and inspected these clinics. They're all gone, as you said. Look, this isn't fear-mongering. This is honest truth. The Constitution is the most powerful document in the state of Ohio as the United States Constitution is uh, across the United States. But here in Ohio, the Constitution trumps all state laws. And if Planned Parenthood gets their way, their language, and you don't have to be a lawyer to understand it, plus than 250 words long, wipes out every single pro-life law from parental consent, parental notification, 24-hour waiting period, health and safety standards for abortion uh, clinics. Um, if we want to call them that, uh, abortion mills is what I call them, but they're all gone because the constitution says there can be no law that directly or indirectly interferes with the individual's right to an abortion or transgenderism. Um, and that is what the Planned Parenthood wants. They want that on purpose. Now they're lying saying it doesn't say that, but it does. I've challenged anyone to sue me, you know, if, if what we're saying is wrong, no lawsuit yet, nor will there be one. Um, you know, what they want, they want to tear the family apart. They want mom and dad out of the kid's life so that the kids will see government as their God. Government is their solution to everything. Planned Parenthood, making their own decisions at 12, 13, 14 years old. This is what Planned Parenthood wants in our state constitution, because as you said, if they get that there, there's nothing we can do. It's there for the rest of your life and my life. But we can stop that with a yes vote on issue one on August 8th, because by protecting our constitution now ahead of time, there's no way that they can get to that in November, um, on top of all the other things that these radical out-of-state interests want to do. So let's start first by drawing a line in the sand and say we're better here in Ohio. We have a blueprint, a roadmap for all of our brothers and sisters in the other states. Follow the Ohio model to stop Planned Parenthood in your state. This is what we did. We were successful in August. We were successful in November. But it takes each of your listeners not only to go out and vote yes, but that's not enough. They need to go to their emails, their text messages, their social media pages, and tell everyone, vote yes on one. And we can give you three, four, five different reasons to. It's truly a grassroots campaign, my friend. Absolutely. And folks, it really does come down to that, talking to your neighbors, talking to your friends, talking to the folks in church and your family members about Issue 1, because a lot of people are confused by the TV and radio ads that they've heard. And quite honestly, those are dishonest and actually telling a lie. It will protect Ohio's Constitution, not shred Ohio's Constitution. They know how to spread confusion. And who is the author of confusion, folks? 
the devil is the author of confusion, and that's what's Amen. happening here. And this is a spiritual warfare. It's a spiritual fight uh, for our state, and that's why we have to win on issue one, and we have to vote yes. Let me read this to you from the Ohio Christian Alliance Bulletin insert. The Founding Fathers understood the importance of the U.S. Constitution. It takes two-thirds of the Congress to pass an amendment to the Constitution, and then it takes three-fourths of the states to amend the U.S. Constitution. So that's the higher threshold. We're asking for it just to be raised to 60% in Ohio and to have a greater number of counties represented in a signature collection campaign uh, that represents most of Ohio. Right now it's only 44. So basically anybody with a big checkbook can come in and buy a law in Ohio. Regardless of the of the officials that you and I elected, our governor, uh, our state representatives, our state senators, of who we can unelect if they don't hear the people's voice. Uh, but this, someone can come in with a lot of money, millions of dollars, what you're seeing right now in TV ads and yard signs and literature and radio. They have all the money on their side. Now we're going to get help, we're told here in the next 10 days, you're going to hear some pro-yes, uh, vote yes on issue one on August 8th. Uh, literature and also on commercials. Uh, that's good. But again, it takes you becoming knowledgeable. Visit the Ohio Right to Life website and also the Ohio Christian Alliance website for material that you can print off and share with your family and friends. Mike, your thoughts? Well, Chris, it's so hard to say it any better than you just did. And and at the end of the day, by asking all Ohioans in all 88 counties to, to determine whether we should go to ballot is the right thing. Look, the state constitution doesn't just apply to 44 counties. It applies to all 88 counties. And when you put something in the constitution, it applies to all of us. But what, as you mentioned, these out-of-state greedy special interests can come in and cherry pick their, four, their favorite 44 counties, the Cleveland, Cincinnati, Columbuses of the world, and others, Dayton, Toledo, um, Youngstown. Akron, um, even Canton, and go there and get their signatures. But then if this Constitution is amended, it applies to all of us. And we never got the way in to say whether we wanted this or not, if you live in Western Ohio. Because I'm telling you right now, Planned Parenthood doesn't go to Western Ohio to collect signatures. They stick to their favorite 44. But yet, if, God forbid, they're successful in November, it applies to all 88 counties. What we're saying is all Ohioans should have a voice. All Ohioans should have a say in what happens with our Constitution, not just the select few rich people in the political class here in Columbus. We're talking with Mike Gunadakis. He is the president of Ohio Right to Life. Uh, Mike is out there talking to community groups all across Ohio, urging them to vote yes on issue one, but also giving them the reasons why to vote yes on issue one. Mike, when we look at the different groups that are supporting uh, issue one, uh, in fact, I saw a little... Uh, post up out there uh, on social media. Here's the groups that are supporting issue one. Here's the groups that are opposed to issue one. I think that's very telling in and of itself. Talk to us about that. Look at that, Chris. That's such a great point. You know, you've got um, socialist groups that are, are actively saying they're socialist groups. You've got radical liberal groups like the uh, League of Women Voters. That sounds like a real fancy name, but they have yet to ever support anything other than pro-choice, pro-abortion, uh, radical transgender and LGBTQ. They're, you know, the, the media likes to prop them up and say, well, they're the League of Women Voters. It's the League of Democrat Women Voters is what they are, liberal women voters. You've got the teachers' unions. I love teachers. My sister's a teacher. And rank and file teachers understand what's going on. But these unions, these well-funded union heads, are coming out and saying, vote no on issue one, which is the wrong thing to do, of course. But then you look at their bylaws, the teachers' unions, the Ohio Democrat Party, the League of Women Voters, the ACLU, Planned Parenthood, the socialist groups I mentioned a moment ago. All of their bylaws, if you want to change their bylaws or their constitution for their union, they all require 60% or more, 65%. It's hypocrisy at its finest. Um, do as I say, not as I do, right? So why does the Ohio Democrat Party get to say, well, you can't change our Democrat constitution unless you get 60%, but it's okay for the rest of Ohio to stay to 50% plus one. It's hypocritical. And of course, Chris, as you know, no surprise here, the media doesn't report on any of that because it hurts their narrative. They are all in to see issue one lose. But the beauty of it is, keep in mind, when great pro-life statewide candidates like President Trump and so many others run and the media says how terrible he was, Ohioans tuned that out, voted twice, not once, but twice for Donald Trump. When um, the media said we need to elect uh, pro-abortion Tim Ryan over pro-life J.D. Vance, Ohioans tuned him out and voted for J.D. Vance. We can do that again, ladies and gentlemen, but we have to get out in the field, tell our friends, tell our neighbors, as we've talked about already, go vote, tell them to vote, and we will be happy on come August 9th, the day after our victory on August 8th. 
Well, that's right. We're talking about Issue 1. This is the constitutional amendment that will raise the threshold to 60% for any constitutional amendment change to the Ohio Constitution. The U.S. Constitution has only been amended 27 times in our nearly 250-year history. The Ohio Constitution has been amended 172 times, including some really lunacy things, including the casino gaming uh, operation for casinos that were passed into the Constitution. Not a statute law, but a constitutional amendment. Uh, So we've seen some crazy things put in the uh, Constitution in Ohio over the years because it is a simple majority vote, and anybody with a large checkbook that can get enough signatures, get it on the ballot, and then promote their agenda uh, it takes a lot of effort, folks, and, and really a lot of money to oppose or even educate people on an issue. Uh, but the 60% threshold is not beyond the pale. Let me give you a couple examples. The marriage amendment in 2004 that the Ohio Christian Alliance worked on, uh, that passed by nearly 62%. The health care freedom amendment that the Tea Party groups worked with and conservative groups across the state of Ohio about our health care uh, rights and uh, choices, that passed by over 60%. Or how about Marcy's Law? A victim's rights law that passed and was amended in the Constitution, that passed by over 60%. It's not beyond the pale. So Ohioans will support an issue if it's, a, if it's a, a something that they understand and believe in, and there's enough for, for people to get behind that. But they also, it becomes a very narrow process when people become uh, confused. They may not vote on the issue, and those who are supporting the lunacy idea, and it passes just by 51%, and then it becomes part of our Constitution. That's what we're really talking about here. Let's look at some of the groups that oppose Issue 1. Ohio Democratic Party, League of Women Voters, which Mike just talked about, far left-wing group these days. Planned Parenthood, Ohio Education Association, that's the liberal uh, teachers' union, uh, U.S. Uh, liberal Senator Sherrod Brown, the Democratic Socialist of Ohio, these are the list, Human Rights Campaign, uh, which is a radical LGBTQ group uh, that's pushing, quite honestly, transgenderism on our children, yep. Pro-Choice Ohio and the ACLU, uh, and Ohioans for Reproductive Freedom. Of course, that's the radical amendment uh, uh, that might be on the ballot in November. Those are the groups opposing Issue 1. Let's talk about the groups supporting Ohio Right to Life, uh, the Ohio Farm Bureau, the Ohio Restaurant Association, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, Senator J.D. Vance, uh, the Ross County Republican Party, U.S. Senator J.D. Vance, National Federation of Independent Businessmen, uh, the Ohio Christian Alliance, Ohio Hotel and Lodging Association, the Buckeye Firearms, a Republican Women of Ross County. Uh, and the list is really endless on the vote yes side of who's supporting issue one. But, Mike, I think it's very telling just to look at those two various groups of people for and against issue one. Your thoughts? You're absolutely right, Chris. And the ones you name that support issue one, from the business community to the Second Amendment community to the pro-life, pro-family Christian community, that's Ohio. We're a Midwestern state with Midwestern values, and all of those groups support it. The radical extremists, the other groups that uh, oppose protecting our Constitution, you name them, ACLU, Legal Women Voters, Planned Parenthood, pro-choice this, pro-choice that, you know, anti-family this, anti-family that. That doesn't represent Ohio. That's New York City values. That's Hollywood values. We can stop this madness and not let Ohio turn into California with a yes vote on issue one on August 8th. You know, someone said to me on Sunday, they said, well, why Ohio? (laughs) Well, because it all starts here in Ohio. Ohio is uh, the state that they look to politically, uh, both on national campaigns and as a template of what's happening across the country. Ohio uh, is a red state. It voted for President Trump twice. Ohio is uh, conservative in our values, and we support men and women in blue and in uniform, and we're a conservative state. But this, if we continue to allow our constitutional amendment process to be vulnerable to radical leftist agenda, let's look up the money, folks, in recent years. You see major corporations doing things that are contrary to their brand. Uh, You see them running out there with very woke, liberal agenda, and you're saying, boy, they're committing uh, business suicide with this. Well, what's behind all that? It's the money from Wall Street. It's the money from Simi Valley and Hollywood and the big investment groups like BlackRock. They're the ones that are driving this chain of this very liberal agenda, and that money's coming from those liberal groups to support um, keeping our uh, constitution of, of uh, vulnerable for what they want to do, not just this year, but 
a number of things that they have lined up that they want to do. Uh, and you can see some of the radical agendas, not only here in this country, but in Canada and in Europe. And they want to bring that kind of radical agenda here to the, to the state of Ohio. We can stop that by securing our Constitution and voting yes on issue one. Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, you know, Chris, um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, um, look at your friends, look at your neighbors. Look at those people that you attend church with, uh, your kids go to school with, your community. I mean, we work so hard to keep our communities where we all live across this great state safe. We get to choose where we live, too, and then support our local elected officials. But what these out-of-state groups want to do is they don't like us because we vote with our values. We vote based on our convictions and our love for the Lord. So their only avenue now is to take over our state constitution. And they're here. Ohio, as goes Ohio, so goes the nation. They win here in Ohio. They're going to take their roadmap and take it to other states. But we, uh, pro-life, pro-family Buckeyes, need to stand up and show the, the whole nation what you can do to push back on this woke, anti-life, anti-family agenda with the vote on issue one on August 8th. So let's talk resources. You can go to the Ohio Christian Alliance website, and again, if you need bulletin inserts on issue one for your church, uh, you can print and download right from our website. Also, you can request, there's still time to request, printed bulletin inserts. We'll ship them out to your church uh, before the election, and that sign-up form is on our website at Ohio Christian Alliance, and you'll see the blue banner, Request Voter Guide Bulletin Inserts for Your Church on Issue 1, and fill out the information, and we'll ship those out to you. Uh, Mike, tell us the resources that are available at Ohio, Ohio Right to Life. Yeah, we, you know, we're fortunate to have uh, access to uh, many yard signs. Uh, people can call our office or go to OhioLife.org, request yard signs without literature. Your literature is fantastic. I highly recommend all your listeners to grab the Christian Alliance's uh, literature to get in the pews. We've got a couple Sundays left before August starts there. But if you're in need of a yard sign, call us at Ohio Right to Life. But Chris, you're your messaging is just fantastic and on point, and it works fantastic in all denominations of all churches across the state of Ohio. Start with Chris Long's website. Come to our website. We have the resources. Um, if you get to our website and you don't know where to go, just call us. We'll always answer. I know Chris's group answers, too, and uh, we'll get you what you need. That's why we are here. You guys support us with prayer and resources to do our jobs, and um, please continue to do that for the Christian Alliance because we need them. Mike, thank you so much for being my guest today. And listen, thank you for all that you're doing on Issue 1. And I know I speak for many people that just uh, really want to give you a pat on the back because you've been doing uh, just yeoman's work these many months on Issue 1, and we want to thank you, my dear friend. Uh, God bless. Thank you, Chris, for those kind words. But you've been with me pretty much everywhere I've been, so you deserve a lot of attention and credit, too, because uh, without you, I don't think I'd be here today. Well, th thank you so much, Mike. God bless you, my friend. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Again, that was Mike Gonadakis of Ohio Right to Life. And again, you can visit their website for resources. And as you heard, they do have some yard signs available. And so uh, contact them for that. Uh, we also have the bulletin insert on our website at Ohio Christian Alliance. Just search that or go to ohioca.org. Or you can phone us at 330-887-1922. Again, that's 330-887-1922. 1922. You know, if you fill out the information on the bulletin insert, we also are asking for your cell phone number. We can text it to you, and you can forward that to your family and friends. And also, pastors, we're asking you to send that to your text message list of your church and also your email list. It's an image of the bulletin insert, and it also has the PDF download. And I think you'll find that to be very helpful. And we want to thank you, Pastor, for taking a stand. Uh, that's what's so encouragement to me, is to see the, the churches of various denominations standing in and taking a stand, Catholic and Protestant churches, and voting yes on Issue 1. Well, stay tuned. We're going to hear from some other folks that are working and talking with pastors and community groups across the state of Ohio. Uh, Mike Spence is, uh, Spencer is uh, doing that, and he's going to share with us the word that he's getting out on Issue 1. Don't go away. We'll be right back after these messages. Out-of-state special interest groups want it to be easy to change our Ohio state constitution. But we can stop them by voting yes on Issue 1 on August 8th. Voting yes on Issue 1 means stopping groups like the ACLU from coming to Ohio and spending millions to push their way out of the mainstream laws, like trying to enshrine late-term abortion in our Constitution. 
and abolishing parental rights, which would allow someone to take your child to get an abortion or sex change operation without your consent. Ohioans know what's best for our state. Stop out-of-state special interest groups from rewriting our laws by voting yes on issue one on August 8th. Protect parental rights in Ohio. Vote yes on issue one on August 8th. Learn more at protectwomenohio.com. Paid for by Protect Women Ohio. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helps shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Will my kids like this dentist? Can I trust this mechanic? Who's a good choice for my upcoming remodel? I found businesses I can trust from TrustBlueReview.com. This company rebuilt our deck and renovated our bathroom. I'd highly recommend them to anyone looking to hire an honest contractor. The best dentist experience I've ever had. It's now easy to find trusted businesses in my community that have the same Christian values as my family. It all starts at TrustBlueReview.com or download their app in the App Store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue the following is a previously aired broadcast. Welcome to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. Stay tuned for an analysis and conversation about the issues that matter most to you and your family. Here now with this week's edition of News in Focus is Chris Long. And welcome to this edition of News in Focus. We're glad that you've joined us. We have 28 days to the uh, special election of August 8th, and early voting has already begun. And so uh, if you're going to be detained uh, at the election day of August 8th, uh, you might want to take the opportunity to vote in person or vote absentee ballot by mail, making sure that you get out and vote yes on issue one. This is a vital issue uh, to protect Ohio's pro-life laws. We're going to talk about that on this segment. But again, uh, if you're going to be on vacation or out of town or maybe have a, a, a surgery scheduled or something like that that might keep you from voting on Election Day of August 8th, that's the opportunity that you have then to vote early in person at the Board of Elections or through absentee ballot. So uh, you can all do, you can do that through your uh, local Board of Election website, those of you in Cauga County, Summit County, Jaga County, Lorraine, Stark County, and the listening area, uh, just contact your Board of Election and they'll walk you through how you can vote in person uh, or vote absentee by mail. Well, we're going to talk about Issue 1, and again, uh, it's quickly approaching the August 8th special election. If you've been listening to this program, you know that the Ohio Christian Alliance is urging a yes vote on Issue 1. And in fact, we have a bulletin insert four churches uh, that we've been shipping out statewide, and if you need them for your church, you can actually sign up for them on our website at Ohio Christian Alliance. Just search that, Ohio Christian Alliance. Right there at the top is a fillable form, uh, and you can request voter guides for your church, and we'll ship those out to you as supplies are available. There's also a form in there. If you provide us with your cell phone number, we'll text message you the electronic version of the bulletin insert as well, to share with your congregants, pastors. A lot of pastors are taking opportunity for that, and that's good because uh, we're not asking for your list. We're just asking you to forward it through to your congregants in your uh, congregation of Issue 1, reminding them it's a better way to communicate with them. And, of course, our email as well uh, that we'll be sending out and have sent out with the Issue 1 bulletin insert information within it. 
So again, uh, the clock is ticking as we get down uh, closer to August 8th, but again, early voting has already begun. With me on the phone is a couple who have been actually working uh, with people of faith and sharing with them on Issue 1. They are with Project uh, uh, Life Voice, and with me is Mike Spencer and Laura Kern, uh, who work in that organization, and they've been meeting with pastors and faith leaders uh, for a number of weeks now on Issue 1, urging a yes vote on Issue 1. Uh, Mike, welcome to the program. Laura, thanks for being with us. Well, thank, thank you, Chris. Thanks for having Good us. Good to be with you. So, Mike, tell us a little bit about the meetings that you've been having with uh, pastors in your area. Sure. <clears throat> well, it's it's been encouraging. We have... Um, I think had 10 or 11 meetings so far. We have several more scheduled. But what we've been doing, Chris, is going throughout the state of Ohio, um, primarily speaking at pastors' luncheons and breakfasts, but also in homes where um, host groups have invited um, local pastors and priests in. Um, and basically what Laura and I are doing is we are equipping and encouraging um, pastors to speak up, to speak up boldly um uh regarding issue 1 but also with an eye on of course the the November 7th election with regard to the pro abortion ballot initiative so we're really just trying to equip and mobilize um shepherds to give voice to the voiceless and and to really and to really encourage their their congregations to get out and use their gospel influence um to mitigate evil and to protect the weak among us that's right. Uh, the August 8th special election issue uh, one, and of course in our bulletin insert, it actually has the amendment language. We'd like to make that available for people to be able to read what they're actually going to be voting on. It will elevate the standard to pass a constitutional amendment in the state of Ohio from currently a simple majority uh, to 60%. And when we consider the U.S. Constitution, we just celebrated our nation's birthday and we're 247 years old and uh, we're approaching the 250th anniversary of the American Republic. The U.S. Constitution, our founders actually made it a difficult pass to actually amend the Constitution, as it is a very stable uh, document. It takes uh, basically three-fourths of uh, the Congress to uh, uh, pass a constitutional amendment and uh, three-fourths of the states. So uh, the, the U.S. Constitution has only been amended uh, 27 times, the Ohio Constitution, in a shorter <laughs> amount of time, has been amended 172 times, including four casinos, okay, and a lot of other kind of ridiculous things that were added in over the years. Uh, and so what we're trying to do here is actually protect Ohio's Constitution. Uh, let, let's also share with the folks that in November, if radical abortion interests are successful in securing enough signatures and be certified for the ballot in November, a radical uh, sweeping abortion amendment will be uh, up for election in the November election. If it was to pass, it would wipe out all of Ohio's pro-life laws that we have fought for over the last 30 years, including the ban on partial birth abortion, parental rights notification, the 20-week abortion ban, the, the heartbeat law would all be wiped off the books if the radical abortion amendment uh, was to pass in November. And, of course, we are waiting any day now to hear from the Secretary of State whether, and from, as he's waiting to hear from the local boards of election as the petitions went out to them, whether or not they have indeed secured enough uh, proper signatures of uh, registered voters to secure for the ballot in November. Your thoughts on that, Mike and Laura? Yeah, well, Chris, I would just say um, that you know, it is absolutely crucial that we pass Issue 1, that, uh, that all of your listeners vote yes on Issue 1. There's a couple of reasons for this. Um, you know, Ohio is not the first state to face a radically pro-abortion, anti-parent constitutional amendment like the one that uh, pro-abortion proponents are, are preparing for this November. We know what these groups are intending to do because they've successfully done it in two other states, or excuse me, three other states. Most recently, our neighbor to the north, Michigan. It's important for everyone to know that when Michigan successfully passed Proposition 3, which constitutionalized um, this radical pro-abortion agenda, it passed with a 57% majority. 
So it's, it's absolutely crucial that we raise that threshold in Ohio from the current bare majority, 50% of the vote plus one, to a more reasonable 60% threshold for passing constitutional amendments. Well, that's right. Uh, just to clarify, to make sure I got this right, is two-thirds of the Congress have to confirm a constitutional amendment, and three-fourths of the states have to uh, uh, confirm for a an amendment to the U.S. Constitution. So raising it to 60% is more along the lines of the federal model. Obviously, it would be 67% if it was that, but uh, and some states have actually done that. Uh, but raising it to 60%, lots of people are saying this is more than reasonable. We can't just have our constitution of our state up for grabs of anybody with a big checkbook coming in and the the abortion industry has lots of money that they're pouring into the state one to try to defeat issue one on august 8th and then to promote their radical abortion ballot measure in november they're pouring in tons of money on the political right or the conservatives do not have those kinds of resources and like you pointed out michigan fell victim to these people. They were the first, after the Dobbs decision uh, of last June and the toppling of Roe, they were the first victim of this radical abortion movement that uh, seeks to uh, ratify these constitutional amendments of abortion on demand into law, into the state. So, you know, the pro-life group, the pro-life community was not prepared. For years, we've been focused on the federal court to overturn uh, row and if finally that happened last June to our delight and to our thrill and to our relief, little did we know that we'd have to turn right around and begin this um, basically a skirmish war in the states with radical abortion interests with big money uh, with national money pouring into the state uh, these aren't just uh, locals in fact here in Ohio, we have caught these people on the streets passing out the uh, ballot initiative. Uh, they're all from outside the state of Ohio being paid circulators. Uh, Representative Gary Click caught Marco on camera. He's from Michigan. So, you know, this isn't a homegrown indigenous movement here. This, they're getting lots of help from outside the state of Ohio. Mike, your thoughts on that? Well, you're right. I mean, wealthy out-of-state interest groups are, are basically buying their way onto the ballot here. And one of the things, too, just to add to this, Chris, um, if when this passes, hopefully on the seventh, um, this will no longer allow half of Ohio to be completely ignored in the petition process. So, so it would it would make sure that every voter has a say or every county has a say. And uh, so, I think it's very important. I, really, no no state constitution should be so easily changed. So, as you're going out there and you're meeting with faith leaders, you're meeting with pastors and priests. Uh, what is your been your reception over the last number of weeks as you've been informing them about these two measures. One, the August 8th special election safeguarding our Constitution, uh, issue one, that we're urging a yes vote, and also warning them uh, that we indeed might be facing this terrible abortion ballot measure in November. What's been the reception of the pastors and priests that you've talked with, Mike? Yeah, it's actually been very positive, and, and in fact, quite encouraging. And I, I'm saying that um, I think quite objectively, because, uh, Chris, I've been speaking to pastors in these kinds of settings, luncheons and breakfasts, for 12 years in my full-time work. But what I'm seeing and what Laura and I are seeing here very different now is a, a much more animated um, uh, group of shepherds. Uh, we're seeing more and more of these these men coming to these events that are, are deeply concerned um, they want to know how to speak to their congregations. They want to be informed. So we're encouraged. Now, granted, there are, I think, about 16,000 churches in the state of Ohio, and we're getting to a small number of them, um, of course, uh, But we and we need to get to more. So uh, hopefully, you know, even, even this broadcast will help us to do that. But we need to get to our churches. We need to get to pastors. Uh, I'm convinced that if we could just get 5% of the churches of these 16,000 churches in Ohio to speak out boldly, we would defeat this ballot initiative in November. Um, but we've got to get the church. There's just no question about that. Well, that's right. Uh, the Ohio Christian Alliance has a church list of 8,500 churches. Now, this last um, couple of weeks, we did send out a to 2,200 of them received a mailer about the Issue 1 August 8th special election with uh, opportunity for them to 
request the bulletin insert, and we are getting lots of requests into our office, and we're shipping those back out to the churches. So that's very helpful, because these are pastors that are making sure that their congregation has informative literature on Issue 1 so that they can go into the voting booth with confidence, uh, voting uh, knowledgeably about Issue 1 and uh, what it's understandably all about. So what we're telling you folks as well So let me read this to you from the paragraph from our bulletin insert. Radical abortion interests are seeking to place on the November ballot in Ohio an amendment that would legalize abortion to the ninth month of pregnancy. Taking Ohio back to the dark days of Roe v. Wade, if the November ballot measure is passed, it will wipe out all of Ohio's pro-life laws that we have fought for over the past 30 years. And we enumerated them a little earlier in the program But that's exactly what it's going to be if that was to pass, and it would take away parental rights. And we're talking about legal challenges uh, that parents would be facing. When we we look at California, we look at New York, and how radical they are uh, in recent, you know, just in the last year uh, of the abortion um, measures that they have passed. Uh, And then, of course, stripping parents of their legal rights as parents, uh, protecting their children from uh, transgender type um, hormonal treatment and or surgery uh, to protect their own children from the indoctrination in public schools and from the interest of radical groups. Uh, this is really serious, isn't it, Laura? It is. And, you know, we don't even need to look to California uh, to understand the intentions of the authors behind this amendment. So, so one of the coalitions behind this amendment is Ohioans for Reproductive Freedom, and among their members are both the ACLU and Planned Parenthood. Now, because the amendment language states that every individual has a right to make and carry out their reproductive decisions, uh, rather than stating every adult, we know that this amendment will be used to overturn Ohio's parental consent laws when minors seek abortions. And we know this because we know the history of the ACLU in Ohio. Um, It was just five years after the original Roe versus Wade ruling was handed down that the ACLU challenged the city of Akron, Ohio, for an ordinance that the city passed that required abortionists to obtain parental consent before performing abortions on girls ages 15 and younger. And the court ruled in their favor, and the ordinance was struck down. That was 1978. And uh, the ACLU and Planned Parenthood have only grown more and more radical. Uh, We know that um, Planned Parenthood of Greater Ohio is already offering um, testosterone and estrogen injections without a prescription, without a letter of referral from a licensed psychologist. Um, We know clearly what their agenda is when it comes to dismantling parental rights, uh, parental consent laws for both uh, minors seeking abortions and minors seeking these um, radical, irreversible uh, sex-altering hormones and um, therapies and surgeries. We are talking with Mike Spencer and Laura Kern of Project Life Voice, and we're talking about Issue 1 on August 8th and the proposed radical abortion amendment uh, that is being proposed for the November ballot. And we'll learn in just a a week or so whether they did secure enough signatures to get on the November ballot. So, folks, it is a time to be watchmen on the wall for the unborn and for our children. And this is no time to be sleeping at the switch. So we'd really encourage you uh, to get uh, basically... Uh, up to speed on all of this. Mike, what's the website where people can follow your fine work that you're doing? Sure. Again, my ministry is called Project Life Voice, but Laura and I have teamed up to um, start this little initiative that we're calling Together for Life Ohio. So your listeners would want to go to that website. Again, that's togetherforlifeohio.org. And the the four is spelled out. So togetherforlifeforlife.org. I'm sorry, togetherforlifeohio.org. I'll give that to us one more time. Sure. It's togetherforlifeohio.org. So this is great what you're doing in meeting with these pastors. How many more uh, meetings do you have planned over the next three weeks? Well, right now, over the next three weeks, we have three scheduled. And uh, real quickly, we've got one in Warren County. We've got one in Muskegon County. 
and then we've got one in Licking County. So, and we've done, I think we've, we've had 10 or 11 of these already. So we are getting around and we are seeing good attendances in most of these events, and it has been very encouraging. Well, again, folks, and if you're needing a bulletin insert for your church or to pass out to your family and friends, you can get that at the Ohio Christian Alliance website. That's ohioca.org, or just search Ohio Christian Alliance. And right at the top of the page, you can click on the icon, and you can uh, copy and print uh, that uh, bulletin insert, making it available in your church and also sharing with your family and friends and urging them to get out and vote. Now, again, early voting has already begun. And so what we're asking you to do is that if you're going to be uh, on vacation or out of town on August 8th, you want to make sure that you vote in person uh, between now uh, and August 6th or that you um, uh, vote absentee. So you can vote early up until August 6th. And then, of course, the election is on August 8th. And we urge you then to get out and vote. Now, I want more traditional, Mike. I don't know about you, but I will be going to the polls on Election Day, my wife and I. I like to go later in the afternoon. That way I can see what kind of count there was of people that came to my local precinct, kind of get a read as to how many people were actually voting in this election. Your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm an, <laughs> I don't want to indict you, but I'm an old guy, too, so that's how I will be doing it as well. Um, but we definitely we need to get there, and we really need to. I, I don't want to keep harping on this, but we really need pastors to confront some of their own fears. Uh, you know, things like, well, this is a political issue, or uh, you know, that that this is going to divide my church if I speak out against it. These are some of the fears that Laura and I are confronting in these um, luncheons. But we really need shepherds to get beyond this kind of thinking and and to understand that this is not an issue of partisanship. It is really an issue of lordship. And um, we really need to be training our people to use their gospel influence, again, to mitigate evil and to protect the weakest among us. So, yeah, we need to get out and vote, whether that's going to be absentee or it's going to be in person, but we absolutely need to make this a priority. This is, uh, Laura says it this way, and I think it's great. This is our Bonhoeffer moment as a church in the state of Ohio right now. Well, that's well, that's well said. You know, and the encouraging thing is I am seeing evangelical churches, Protestant churches, and Catholic churches all getting out, urging their people to vote yes on Issue 1 on August 8th, realizing it is about the life issue and protecting our pro-life laws in Ohio that, again, we've fought for all these years. I've spent 22 years in public policy, and a lot of those years were spent on uh, getting legislation that would protect the unborn in the state of Ohio. Uh, the 20-week abortion ban, banning Down syndrome abortions, banning uh, uh, abortion when a heartbeat is detected. We worked on that for nine years with a, with a coalition of groups. Finally, Mike DeWine signed that. It went into effect last summer, and when it was in effect, we're talking about the heartbeat law, uh, it saved babies. We were getting reports from these abortion clinics, women coming out saying they can't serve us today, and one woman came over to the counselors and saying, you know what, I, never, I didn't want to do this anyways. I'd like to talk with you people, and she ended up keeping her child. We know that the heartbeat law, once it was instituted uh, last year and was in effect, was absolutely saving lives. The ACLU filed suit against it in Cincinnati, and that case is uh, pending before the Ohio Supreme Court as State Attorney General uh, Dave Yost appealed to the State Supreme Court, and that is being under review by the State Supreme Court. But, folks, it's all about what we can do. And what we can do is pray, and we can vote. And you can also share this information with all your family and friends. Mike, give the website again so people can follow the fine work that you're doing at Project Life Voice and also the new uh, group, too. Sure. The Project Life Voice account is projectlifevoice.com, and Together for Life uh, Ohio, for, Together for Life Ohio is togetherforlifeohio.org. And that's the, that's the website that people would want to go to if they want to schedule us or they want to reach out to us and explore the possibility of hosting an event. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, prayer, and it is so important because that we are in a spiritual warfare here, and I know our mutual friend Mark Harrington of Created Equal is working on a, a prayer gathering at the State House on August 6th, that Sunday afternoon. We'll give more details about that as it develops. But this is certainly something we need to be praying about, and I know of another pastor who's calling for statewide prayer on Issue 1 on August 8th. And so the good news is churches are uh, getting involved in this. And folks, listen, 
there really isn't much of a political campaign on this. This is just people of faith, everyday people understanding the issue, understanding the importance of the hour, and just everybody doing what they can and pitch in. And that's what we're asking you to do. Just be a minute man, a minute woman, <laughs> get out there, share the information, uh, you know, download it from these websites, and then share it with your family and friends and urge them to get out and vote yes on issue one. Laura, your thoughts, uh, some closing thoughts. Yeah, you know, I think if we if we look um, all throughout church history, there have been um, pivotal moments in which the church has wrestled um, with these foundational questions. So if you if you um, you know think of the early church, the big fight that they were dealing with was who is Jesus Christ? Is he fully God and fully man, or some you know combination? And and that was a bitter fight for the group. Now we are not fighting. 2,000 years later over the nature and personhood of Jesus Christ. What we are fighting over right now is the nature of humanity. Who are human beings? And what is our authority? Do we have authority to uh, end the life of another? Do we have authority to um, change our our, uh, biology and our sex? Or um, do we uh, have a creator who, who cares for us? So Christians absolutely need to engage um, on this issue. Vote yes in August and no in November. Absolutely. Mike and Laura, thank you so much for being my guest today. And uh, thank you for the great work that you're doing. Keep it up, and we'll work onto a victory on August 8th. Well, if you've missed any of today's program, you can hear it in its entirety at our website at ohioca.org. Also, you can obtain the Ohio Christian Alliance Bulletin insert to share with your family and friends and also with your local church. Thanks for listening. God bless you. You have been listening to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. To learn more about the issues that matter most to you and your family, visit online at ohioca.org. That's ohioca.org. Thank you for listening. This program is sponsored by the Ohio Christian Alliance of Akron, Ohio.